Hello, this is Pat Callahan, the insurance elephant calling from near Buffalo, New York, about 5,300 miles from Lagos. I enjoy listening to the InsureTech business series without it, Amolo Loco, because it proves that even though we are thousands of miles different, the insurance business is not that much different. The concepts and topics that are covered on the uh, InsureTech business series, not, they could be handled the same way right here in uh, Western New York State. So listen in. It's a great podcast, great global and local guests, and it just proves it's a small world for insurance. To write on what you said at the moment, in terms of the ecosystem itself, um, like you said, um, it is still like growing in terms of you know um, investment in startups, for instance. This is this is just coming to a, a point where people are beginning to accept that we have you know this sort of technology. Um, or startups, you know, on the continent. So um, from what you've said, uh, um, do, do you think there's something different that we need to do um, to develop that investing ecosystem on the African continent? Because one, we're having um, issues with um, trust where people still don't see the value of um, insurance or they, they believe that, you know, insurance is just one of those fancy words that people throw out there to collect money for people. So coming to um, invest, you know, in insurtech startups or, you know, um, in the insurance ecosystem might, might be um, a, a bit of, it might be challenging or there might be some sort of pushback because again, um, you only put your money where you see value, right? So what do you think that can be done differently to um, build up that ecosystem or accelerate the investment or or innovation in, you know, the ecosystem. Yeah, Falumi, you've, you've mentioned an important word, in my opinion, uh, ecosystem. And you can define that a lot of ways, but if, if you look at insurance, an ecosystem can include uh, brokers and car repair shops, ride-sharing companies, companies that lend money against purchasing cars, payment platforms, and Every startup has something that they do well, right? If you look at it as a piece of, a, as a puzzle, it, the startups aren't the whole puzzle, mm -hmm. right? The startups are, are, you know, clever iterations of pieces of puzzle. So if, if we can encourage the parts in the ecosystem to come together and each bring their important piece of the puzzle, then it will begin to come into view of what we're trying to build. and. Uh, what what might be missing right now is participation of existing or licensed carriers that, you know, nobody in Africa is making a billion dollars selling an insurance. There's not enough market. But if the focus is, all right, let's let's look at some lines of cover and, and let's try to build them. And Oh, this InsureTech's got a great piece, and this FinTech's got a payment plan or system. And if there is a trust among the players in the ecosystem, then you can collaborate on building not just one benefit to the customer, but multiple benefits through accessing an ecosystem. They could get, you know, maybe a savings program, a 
you know, small insurance uh, program, a motor insurance program that can get payment system, perhaps even purchasing products, uh, all different types of things that can happen through an ecosystem where you're, you're now you're not trying to sell just insurance persons because that's hard or you're not just selling use this payment plan to a retailer, but you've got a pool of services and products that are available to people through one larger access point. It's got encouragement of existing carriers. And then you, once you begin to build this ecosystem where there's, you know, omni-channel, multiple access points, you've got WhatsApp participation, then it becomes part of the fabric of the economy. and a person doesn't have to chase around to different places to get the services. And if they access the ecosystem or partners, now they can see other things that are available to them that they may not have thought about. And all of these things have to be available in small sized financial bites. So that's what I see is collaboration amongst the players. There's, there's a lot of great, you know, I, I see startups, every week that have great products but boy you know it's hard it's hard to go to market it's hard to get funding it's hard to get exposed uh even though there's great organizations like yours that really highlights these things there's accelerators it, you've got 240 million people in nigeria alone how do you expose this to people well it, it's got to be part of their lives it's got to be something that they catch and then if, if they see it's working well and they're in the marketplace, they tell their neighbor and they tell whoever and they go to the car wash and, they, you know, it just begins to build. So that's what I see. It, it's a, a collective effort is the, the, the way it's going to work. I mean, um, in terms of the collaboration, we've, for recently we've been largely emphasizing on that because um, it just seems mm-hmm. like there's been, you know, a bit of, I mean, why there's um, was seen acceptance on the African continent for, you know, um, the insurance, you know, um, tech space. Um, but again, it's just, you know, um, there hasn't been that um, collaboration to say that, oh, this is an innovative idea that we see that you are doing. Um, this is a way to, you know, help build and redistribute and, you know, um, increase penetration on the African continent. It just seems like, oh, you're, you're doing you and um, we can support you, you know, by providing cover for you and your customers, but there's really no um, um, synchronization between, you know, incumbents, um, like the insurtech startups, as well as, you know, brokers. As a matter of fact, um, I dare to say that, you know, um, some part of, you know, the insurance ecosystem don't even see the value yet um, that, you know, the, the insurtech space um, brings to, you know, um, the market. Right. So, yes. Um, um, but but how, how again do you think that in terms of um, this um, collaboration, how do you think that this can be strengthened, especially um, looking at it from, um, I'm going to give an instance with the regulatory point of view, um, up until recently where we're beginning to see like acceptance and, you know, um, policies around um, insurtech, for instance. We, we really don't have like watertight policies. Um, around how to navigate other aspects that are not core insurance, you know, on the African continent. So, w- what would you say? Would you know then um, foster this collaborative 
um, spirit and, you know, um, help to strengthen the, you know, body and ecosystem. Yeah, again, it's, you, you have to work with small successes. If you look at Sovereign Trust and Payu's relationship in, in uh, Lagos, you know, the, any business that Payu brings to Sovereign Trust as a software, as a service company is found money for Sovereign Trust, right? So if, if there's a way that Payu builds its business, it, it truly is found money. And uh, the, the regulators said, gosh, this is a good idea. You know, as, as long as customers are being paid for claims, you know, reserving is done properly, all your typical principles that are there. Yeah. You get that, you get that, those small partnerships. Mm. Uh, and it will be surprising on how it potentially could grow. But if, if you look at a, an incumbent insurer, what is their motivation? Or what would be their motivation to partner up with an insure tech in an environment where things are status quo? You know, you've got, I don't know, uh, oh, 50 plus. All right. So, and they're all making money and they're all pushing claims out and settling them over time. And, you know, people recognize, oh yeah, that's just how insurance is. It's only going to take one or two carriers that really start to show. Not only can we sell this product that's similar to yours, but we can settle a claim in three days and the money's back on the street and the vehicle's repaired. Uh, And getting the incumbent carriers to recognize, oh, they're going to start taking away our livelihood a little bit. Uh, It's it's that partnership of breaking 30 plus years of existing practices. And again, looking at Nigeria, breaking that mold and saying not only is paying a claim a good thing, but paying a claim helps us build our business because people see, oh, I'm not just paying money in. I'm paying money. And if I have a, an accident, I'm going to get money to pay to pay to me to fix my vehicle. So claims are in a funny way, a great builder of business as long as they're managed, you know, reasonably well and the, the fraud things taken out. So if you look at the companies that you deal with, how many can you say recognize claims as a positive in how they can build their business? I can tell you there's not many. Claims is already seen as an, an adverse thing. They're spending our money. But that's, that's a thought process that's got to change if you really want to build your business. You're going to say, all right, we're going to sell a dollar's worth of premium. And we know out of the dollar, we're going to pay 65 cents or whatever the conversion is to Naira. Okay, let's do it. And let's keep customers retained and let's build it that way. So the collaboration has to come from a change and the increase has to come from a little bit of a change of mind of what insurance is from the carrier standpoint as well. Well, it's funny and I'll take a second to how I got into the Nigerian market is my good friend, Teme Tope, Adiemi, you know, two and a half, three years ago, we connected on LinkedIn. He said, oh, I, he knew I was a claims guy. He said, I've got this claim. And, you know, what do you think about it? And we started talking about it. And, uh, you know, it was clear that the, the purposefulness of the carrier to push the claim process beyond the patience of the customer 
and perhaps it would go away was clear. And, and that's just the way business was being done. And that's part of why he came up with what he did. And that's what part of what attracted sovereign trust. It's a change of mindset of what insurance provides to the economy. Claims build business. That piece we've got to build. No question. Not every insure tech does every piece of insurance. They can't. You, you can't be a master of all. All right. How do you put the pieces together to build a comprehensive access point for the customer? These are all things that smart persons just talking amongst themselves can start to work on. And if you start to get traction, you're going to attract attention of incumbent insurers who want to be part of this change. Right. That, that, that's, that, that's a key change in the market. In, insure techs are not necessarily the competition for incumbents. They are the tools of how they're going to build their business in the future. Hi, I'm Dr. Neto, founder and CEO of Willa Health, where we're working on affordable access to healthcare using technology and alternative care pathways, microinsurance being central to our work. I'm delighted to be on a chat on InsurTech Business Series, where we talk about some of the stuff we're learning at Willa Health and how we can improve insurance adoption across Nigeria and Africa. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, uh, if you remember during the COVID period when there was lockdown, there's a lot of talk around disruption, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but the thing is, it's more or less like evolution of the insurance space uh, because insurtechs are not coming to disrupt, right? Uh, and I mean, I think one of the most popular um, uh, insurtechs at the time, you know, was mm-hmm. Lemonade, right? Uh, right. And have they disrupted? Maybe they brought something different, but the industry is better for it. Uh, not that they are replacing, you know, what 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 um, is that was there before. So um, yes, the, the the ecosystem is is evolving, and uh, I mean, from our conversation so far, I see why. Yeah, you know, you are the insurance uh, elephant, right? With a lot of uh, wisdom, right? Um, but looking at your work. Um, with innovators uh, on the continent, right? Um, can you tell us a, a bit about what that work is about? Yeah. Well, th- thanks for, for that uh, that uh, entry point. Uh, I've mentioned uh, Temitope and, and Payu. I mean, that that's a great initiative. Pay as you go uh, in the, 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 right now, the Lagos and adjoining states uh, market. And, What's missing there is the, you know, getting the sufficient capital to be able to scale up properly. But Payu has a great product. It's fully regulate, you know, approved by regulators. It's working well with the uh, an incumbent. But if you if you move to the east side of Africa and, and you look at Motorsure and Joel Macharia, he's he, he's a, a tech person. Very intelligent. I'll tell you, both of you, I, I'd hire him as a CEO for any company I had because he's just that aware. I mean, he's really, really a very pleasant gentleman and uh, and such, but he, he's also smart. And, and he's built this uh, access point through WhatsApp with WhatsApp chatbots 
You can buy your insurance through WhatsApp. You can submit your claims through WhatsApp. You can ask questions of the chatbots. He's also made uh, insurance available to the the daily drivers of the motorcycles. You know, you you, you get the the insurance uh, value through purchasing gasoline. It's embedded in that. They're an important part of the Kenyan economy because that's how a lot of people get around. So he's recognized how do I get a positive effect to a large population of people where the access point is easy, where the claim process is easy. I can build the artificial intelligence for fraud and stuff into the background. I get partnerships with existing carriers. I get partnerships with large uh, petrol companies. And it's a, a wonderful entry point and that you can get cover if you're taking a bus from Nairobi to Mombasa and it's whatever number of hours. If something happens, um, you know, you go to the hospital, you get your claim paid. Suleiman Ganega in, in uh, Senegal, he's building from a tech platform omni-channel access to insurance for you know anyone from a, a daily driver shopkeeper up to small and medium enterprises where he's got access to carriers through digital methods so that it's easy for people to say I need this type of insurance the software provides you options of where to go so between Senegal and and Ivory Coast, you know, he's doing it, you know, where they speak French a lot, but he's more than more than capable of building these businesses really across Africa. And, and that's just a different outlook of it. And, you know, we're working with a company out of Angola that may launch a fully digital uh, insurance product into that market, you know, within the next several months. And, uh, you know, I'm not privy to say who and what's in it, but these are the initiatives that are moving things along. Of course, South Africa, there's a lot of things happening in insurance in South Africa. Uh, if you get up into uh, Egypt, which is another highly underserved market, there are great people working on uh, products up that way. But it's, again, it goes back to, you've got this wonderfully large lake of opportunity and all of the insure techs are tiny little pebbles. So if you throw one of the pebbles and you only get little ripples, how do you get the big ripples to happen, uh, Damola and Falumi? That's, that's the real key. And, and I like to think it's the, uh, all of these small players across from east to west, north to south, that are looking at it from how do I innovate it to what the customer needs? And the incumbents will start to catch on after a while. I like what you used to sign off in terms of the incumbent to, you know, start the culture. But what do you think are like the likely most apps for African insurance innovators, um, especially those that are looking to upscale um, and grow their businesses to a global level? Now, this is, you know, getting like international um, attractions and, you know, um, and investments as well. Yeah, I, I can I can tell you pretty much every. Every company that I speak with has their eye on taking their business to the U.S. or Europe. Uh, the, the big challenge uh, 
uh, Demola and Fumi is insurance is a different product everywhere you go. And, and if you contrast a successful insurer in Africa and say, oh, I'm going to take that model to the United States or to Europe, it's a different market. All right. And, and, and what I mean by that is uh, the way the product is sold, the relationships that are built, the expectations from customers, uh, how things are managed. And again, I don't mean it in a hard way. It's just entirely different. So uh, a very successful carrier in, you know, pretty much, let's take Nigeria. You, you know, you're, you're selling something and you, you've got X premium going to support claims. Well, a stark difference between Nigeria and the U.S. is, number one, that the cost of repairs are, it's a it's a crazy dynamic in the U.S. and the the long tailed third party claims and and liability stuff is is enormous. Uh, things that would not happen in Nigeria happen elsewhere. So, can a startup or insure tech in Africa or Latin America or India have a product or a scheme? that will carry into a mature market in the West, it would have to be a really clever, uh, something really groundbreaking or a collaboration with a global carrier or insure tech where they have found a way to integrate it into their business so that they can, they can sell the concept in a mature market it's not startup x selling it it's hanover re or swiss re or munich re saying to their big brokers look at this great product let's start selling it elsewhere and there's your entry point uh, flumi is not a a relative unknown insurtech or startup selling it but a proxy global player selling it as part of what they do into these markets. So we get back to that collaboration point, get a good idea going, and those companies will be smart. They know that the, the U.S. Uh, PNC market is 800, 900 billion. And if we can get a little piece of that with this new product, then we're going to sell it. So that, that, that's what I see as the entry point. It, it's just too, well, Another perspective not a lot of people realize is if you want to sell insurance in Nigeria, you go to NICOM and they approve it or they don't. They say, okay, so that once you get approval, you can sell it in all the states. If if you have a product for the United States, you have to get approval from 57, 57 different regulatory agencies if you want to sell it across the country. And it's it's a tough swim. You know, and there's a lot of crocodiles in the water. Uh, so it, it's just a different world. So there's so much promise in the African market. So much promise. There's you know, a billion people to sell to. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if you expend effort in the African market, you're going to get a much bigger effect.
than trying to do the same thing in the West. We, we are excited about what's happening within this space, right? And part of the things that we are passionate about is how can we galvanize this space, see a lot more activities. And so that's why we have the podcast, we have webinars, we have the conferences, right? And, you know, part of the things that, the reasons why we're doing that is we're looking at just like the, the markets like um, the UK, which has the largest number of insurtechs, you know, you know, in the world um, and the US markets where they are seeing engagements, their events, their um, accelerator programs, their incubator programs, their investments. So there are a lot of opportunities. There are a lot of um, <clears throat> building blocks or foundations that uh, innovators can, can really stand on, right? Uh, yes, it's a journey. We'll get there. Uh, um, and, you know, I mean, for those who are listening, I mean, Africa is ready. Um, I know that for me, I've always said that the future of fintech is in short tech um, because there's a, there's a lot of opportunity there on underscored by the fact that the protection gap is huge, right? Uh, across the world, yes, but specifically in emerging markets like Africa, like Asia, Latin America. So the opportunity is there. Yes, get to understand the market, work with partners or players and you know, like ourselves, like Patrick, that can help you to have a good understanding of what the market is, where the opportunities are. And then, I mean, you can be a part of a, a lot of uh, amazing stuff that has brewing up uh, within the continent. I mean, it's, it's been amazing speaking with you, learning um, a lot from you. Um, for those who um, want to connect with you, uh, I know LinkedIn is definitely one going to be one of the uh, major areas, but let's hear from you. How can people reach out? Well, LinkedIn is a great way to do it, but my my email is is fairly straightforward. It's pat at insuranceelephant.co. Insurance elephant is one big word, not co. Yes. Mm, great. Uh, I mean... If you go to LinkedIn, if you just search insurance elephant, I don't think there won't be any, there will be any other person that will come up. So that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good uh, hint as well. Um, I mean, thank you very much, Patrick. Uh, it's been amazing speaking with you. I learn new things every day and just the questions, the wonderful questions that the two of you asked, uh, you know, <laughs> makes my mind spin because there's so many great things that come up come out of thinking about the answers for that. So, and what you two do uh, to build the environment and encourage and advocate for insure techs uh, in the African space is remarkable. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want you to see it as anything other than that. It, it's really, it, you're part of the pieces of the puzzle that will make, uh, you know, in the uh, insure tech and startup environment wildly successful in time. Hi, and I hope you did enjoy that conversation. Quite interesting one. Do ensure that you continue to listen to our podcast and share as well with your colleagues and friends uh, future episodes and even previous ones on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on every platform that you get your podcasts. Right, and also don't forget to join the conversation on all of our social media platforms. We might have comments, reviews, as well as questions. Please do share on our LinkedIn page, on our Twitter page, as well as remember to follow us.